Allow your entire being to appreciate what you are about to do, what you are now in the process of doing. Appreciate these terms. You are about to enter sacred space beyond inner or outer space. And within that space, you're going to encounter what is truly sacred. Referred to by, if you're dominantly inclined by politics or law, you can call it true justice or true peace. If you're scientifically minded, you say absolute truth. If you're religiously inclined or more on the devotion sign, you could say the divine. So whichever one of these terms holds an emotional sense of sacredness for you. So bring that appreciation that what you're about to do what you're engaging in is entering into sacred space where you meet, have a direct encounter with the divine, with absolute truth, with true peace. So feel the emotion connected to that endeavor. Allow it to spread, allow it to Fill your whole being. Let your mind go in and out. Give your mind the freedom to do what it what it wishes. While you maintain mindfulness, staying aware of where the mind goes. And within that sense of allowing the mind to do what it, what it wills, there's a sense of relaxation, a sense of relief in a sense of no need to control, a sense of letting go. Use that as your as your cushion, as your resting place. And whatever 
perceptions into your field of awareness. Try to stay in that resting place. See it from that resting place. Hear it from that resting place. Think from that resting place. Feel a sense of freedom in letting go. Disassociate from reacting. Consider every perception that comes into the field of your awareness as something trying to pull you away from that resting place. And just have the sense of being very lazy, you're enjoying your rest, and you do not want to be bothered. You don't want to be pulled out of that rest. And it's not pushing anything away, it's not grabbing onto the resting is just completely relaxing. And be aware of that tranquility that already surrounds you. It's not just the mind resting in some abstract sense of peace, but think that the body is resting in a space of peace, a space of tranquility, like being in water and you feel the water surround you, surrounding you, to feel the peace that is already around you, the tranquility that's already around you. And notice how the more you bring your attention to it, the deeper you go into it. It's not dramatic steps like going from the surface to the middle of the ocean, but it could be a gradual descending into that, more into that tranquility, more into that peace, that sense of ease. And the way you become aware of it is the body, in the body itself, begin to be aware of points in the body experiencing that tranquility, connecting with that tranquility.
There's nothing to fight, nothing to grab onto, nothing to push away. The sense of the anticipation of freedom you have in your mind when you make your decision, I'm going to go on vacation. Feel that sense of freedom. knowledge is brought to your attention. There's a little tension here, there's a little tension there. Don't consider it something to fight. Don't consider it something to fill with anything. Just remember the ease, remember the sense of peace even more. stability with the legs. Feel stability and ease with the arms and hands. Feel stability with the torso. Ease and a sense of physical confidence. sense of ease, stability with the head and neck. A sense of an emotional sense or a somewhat pre-conceptual feeling that would later create the words, oh, this is nice, I like to stay here, I like this to continue, without forming those words. And as you continue to just stay in this peace, in this ease, See how not only the body is slowly, gradually immersing itself in that. Become aware how the breath is also being immersed in that sense of ease, a palpable, pleasant, physical sensation. same attitude with the breath. Let the breath do what the breath wants. No need to control it, no need to slow it down, no need to make it go faster. Let it be, let it do what it wants. And in that 
thought in that aspiration feel further the sense of freedom Feel tensions in the face. Just go to the thought, let go. And if letting go happens, that's good. If letting go doesn't happen, that's also good. That's real letting go. Continue to enjoy what's taking place. Enjoy letting go. So without disturbing this sense of ease that is ex palpably experienced in the body, in the breath, and now the mind, bring your attention to the level of your eyebrows, as though looking through a window between the eyes. And continue to experience the letting go, the place you arrive because of letting go. And in that space, Again, recall, why are you letting go? What are you seeking? Remember, seeking to enter sacred space, to have a direct encounter with the divine, with absolute truth, with true peace, 
and notice the difference. How the mind appears, how those thoughts appear in the mind now and how they appeared before. So the means through which you will enter, be able to enter that sacred space, the means independence upon which or whom you will be able to make that encounter. Feel the presence of it. This is the infallible teacher, the infallible guide. Because of your appreciation of your the way you are able to rightly evaluate the sacred space, the object to be encountered in that space, and connecting that this is the means through which you're going to do it. This is the guide who's going to definitely help you get there. Feeling that sense of confidence and the sense gratitude, express your reverence, express your gratitude, and consciously entrust yourself in the guidance and protection of your infallible guide. Holding on to that sense of connection you made with your infallible guide. 
and the place that you are brought into because of the reverence, because of the gratitude, because of entrusting yourself. Within that, feeling all those and strengthen your determination once more. Whatever that is in my behavior that acts as an obstruction to entering that space, to making that encounter, may I gain the strength to no longer engage in those behaviors, the wisdom to stay away from engaging in those behaviors. And whatever behavior I need to take on that will actually help me to enter that sacred space, to make that encounter I gain the strength and the wisdom to constantly engage in them. Hold that thought while you strongly turn your attention to your infallible guide. And to the strength of compassion. Until you feel some difference in the state of your mind. Let the strength of the determination continue to relax you, should not make you tense. If you're feeling tension arising because of the determination, go back to perceiving the relaxation, either in your memory or wherever it is present in your being, in the body, somewhere, in your breath, in your mind, while still holding on to your determination or churning up the determination. Continue until you find your mind arriving at a definite new level of clarity.
continue until all this become one entity, one momentum, one flow. Then direct the power of that to succeeding in entering that sacred space succeeding in making that direct connection. And to further empower you, bring the presence of your infallible guide to the crown of your head while you continue to direct the flow of this momentum towards <coughs> success enter that sacred space and to encounter, make that significant encounter. Bring your attention to your breath, the physical part of the breath, the weight of it, the temperature of it, and sort of take a snapshot of the state of mind that you reached. And become aware of the physical body in the same way, the more physical, grosser, rougher aspect of the body. If you want to stretch your legs, you can do so, make yourself more comfortable.
Happy New Year. Happy uh, <laughs> Western New Year. <laughs> In a few more months, we're going to be saying Happy New Year again. <laughs> a few more weeks, maybe. January 31st. January 31st. <laughs> okay. The instructions on wisdom, how to directly perceive, how to meditate on wisdom. Probably because uh, the peop- a lot of the people who are, who are explaining them don't really understand what they're explaining, so the instructions sometimes, sometimes becomes confusing. Uh, and until finally you arrive at an, ex- an explanation that seems very simple. And because you went through all those complex explanations and it seemed to be right because they were complex, this new simple explanation seems to be, you, it's suspect. <laughs> it can't be so simple. Right? Uh, you've heard about probably uh, all the different types of meditation that you do or different types of uh, the, the, the diamond light, the, the sliver, diamond slivers, and the king light, the, and all those different kinds. But all these are different ways of making you do two things. You have to, uh, I have to read it here because if I don't read it from a source, you're not going to believe me. <laughs> you're going to say, he made that up. <laughs> So this is from uh, De Lam. Okay, the first Panchen Lama is uh, sort of like uh, Lam Rim uh, uh, instructions, and this is the section on, of course, meditating on on wisdom. Now, if I can find it. Okay. So the first thing you need to do, and this is what I describe as when I give the illustration, you think there's a monster in the closet. And then your mother or your, your, or your father or someone with authority that you trust holds your hand, walks you to the closet, opens the door, and then shows you what's in the closet. But as you're walking towards the closet, there's a clear image in your mind of what the monster is supposed to, to be. Okay, that's what you're going to look for. Okay, so there must be that vivid uh, feeling uh, Tutan Jimba kept using the, uh, kept saying there's an emotional uh, aspect connected to it because every single uh, uh, open commentary never uh, refuses to mention there's a, supposed to be any emotion connected to the the meditation of wisdom. I, I, I always held them in suspect, <laughs> but eventually, the, uh, the when you when you read the instruction of yogis, those who have experience and talk about them, rather than read some text and then talks about it, they talk about, they talk about something that can, that in the West we can say, oh, that, I think he's talking about an emotion here. Okay? So there must be this feeling, this spontaneously arisen uh, uh, phenomena in your mind called a feeling that is accompanying what the search. Okay? So I think 
unfortunately, for the most part, when people begin to study uh, uh, wisdom, uh, there's already this prejudice about what you're supposed to find, and there's already this, uh, this understanding, oh, I'm not going to find something. So you cannot approach the meditation thinking, I'm not going to find something. You must approach the meditation, I'm going to find something. There must be a sense of conviction about what that thing is that you're going to find. Okay. So the way the Panchen Lama describes it is the way of identifying the object, this is what is referred to in philosophical term, uh, the object, identifying the object of negation. And we keep hearing, or it seems to me like a very sexy you know, word, the object of negation. Okay. And we have in our mind thinking, uh, this is what I'm, uh, I'm going to end up not finding something. Okay. But you can't begin the meditation that way. So you must clearly identify the object of negation. And the way Pastor uh, Lama says, it must be done, must be realized nakedly in your own mental continuum without it being just an idea presented by others or a generic image evoked by words. This is the first vital point. Okay? So there must... And, and the way I ask you to get that sense is you either, while you're in that, uh, experiencing that, that what, your, your level of peace, your level of ease, you keep feeling yourself, keep feeling your sense of self. You keep bringing it up, not just in the flash of a moment, but it must, it must, that feeling of that self must appear in your mind in, a, in the continuous stream. Okay? And, uh, and while that sense of that self is appearing, then you begin to look for where can I find it? What is giving this sense? What is giving the sense? Or what is the entity that is that sense? By entity, I mean... Uh, phenomena, what is the thing, what is the, the existing thing that is, that is this feeling? Okay. Right. So after you are, until you are able to bring that sense, you can't go, you, you shouldn't go any further. Don't recall uh, Chandrakirti, Nagarjuna, don't, don't recall those things. This is just you know, uh, this is just uh, f um, scholastic, uh, you know, um, exercise. Remembering the, the, all the books that you've, that you've read. This is not doing meditation on meditation so you can have a direct experience, okay? So, of course, you can remember what Nagarjuna said, <laughs> what Zendarjiki said about what you should be doing so you can have that sense. But it's not what Nagarjuna says that makes it meditation on wisdom. Okay. So there must appear something in your mind that you're convinced exists, and you're looking to you're looking for you're looking for it. So actually, meditation on emptiness is not looking for emptiness. Meditation on emptiness is looking for 
what emptiness is empty of. Okay? So, so once you have that real sense of self, then you look at in relation to what does this feeling arise? Or when this feeling when this feeling arises, what thing comes come, comes along with it, come up or come, come, uh, comes up with it, that sort of appears simultaneously with it, that seems to be saying, this is it. This is where I ask you to, when you feel the sense of I, what image appears in your mind? With what is, does it seem to be identified with? Like at, 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 at a certain moment, it may feel that my sense of I is my mind, and there's a and there is a, a sense of conviction that that's where, that's what, that's what is the I, the sense of I. Or there might be a strong identification of it being the body. Okay? So, and this is where, it, it, this is why it is said here, the mind holds lightly, tightly, in the center of your heart, the thought I. And it is conceived by that mind as existing upon the, the what are called the five aggregates. Okay, what exists it seems to exist upon or in relation in relations to the parts of you, your body and your mind, the different parts of the body and the different parts of your mind. Okay, and then you have to arrive at a conclusion. That it cannot uh, it after you, you you come to that this is what it it, it, it uh, this is what it this is what it exists in relationships to, in relationship to then you do the then you do the the, the this is the, uh, the second vital point the next three the next two vital points there are four by the way <laughs> the next two is is it exactly this thing that is appearing, or is it something completely different from that? Okay. So the sense of I that I feel, is it exactly the body? Is it exactly the mind? Okay. Is it something completely separate from the body, something that is not mind, something that is not body? So is it the same? Is it different? And by different, it has to be a third thing. Okay. So that's where the analysis or the search is going on. And the analysis is taking place. It's not really uh, analysis the way we understand it. It's happening within what uh, I refer to as sacred space. Sacred space is uh, uh, almost like a pre-verbal kind of thinking. Uh, a kind of thinking uh, where you could say this, you could say it's mostly feeling taking place, where things uh, in your mind appear very vividly. Okay, you want to get into that space. You don't want to stay in the in the in, in the space of mind where you're constantly sort of uh, within the conceptual uh, conceptual uh, uh, space. Whatever conclusion you arrive at within that conceptual space is not going to have the same kind of uh, impact on your being that you would like to have. Okay. 
And finally, once you arrive at the conclusion, then you remain there. You remain with that conclusion. This is the, this is the what is called uh, uh, this is a state of absorption. Now, it's completely non-dual, where there is no separation between you and and this that in this conclusion that you arrived at. There's a perception, and there's a thought, uh, not a thought in a sense of a word thought, but there's a, a identification. You could say. There's a perception and an identification of that perception. And it's related to the search you are doing. I was looking for self. Okay. Now, this is to sort of help you. When you are sort of looking for that sense of me, and the me, the me, the me, you could even say, just say your name. Say your name and then see what feeling comes up as to that identifies that me, okay. And uh, one uh, uh, one method that is described is to think of a, a time when you were insulted, and your sense of me really came up, okay. And try to have that sense of me stay in a continuum. Don't 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 just have it appear in the flash in your mind and then begin looking for it. Okay. You're not looking. You're not looking for. You're not looking for it anymore. If you lose it, it must be there with you, accompanying you. Okay. So the one one of the aspects of it is that it has to be. Uh, and I this I use that term. Uh, it is that and nothing else but that. And it re referred to here as partless whole. By partless whole, it means it, there mustn't be something that you're looking at that is not it. In a sense of, uh, well, there's a reason for this <laughs> being here. Here's the reason why it's here. It's a little, it's a little experiment, okay? <laughs> So as soon as you look here, there's already in your mind, even before you made the, made the word that is, that is connected to it, what, it is, what, what is there, right? So in that, in that same way that you can continuously see this thing here without even giving it a name, so that's how the feeling of me must appear in your mind. It must be discontinuous. Then, let's say this is the feeling now, right? So you know exactly what it's supposed to be like. And unfortunately, this is not a partless whole. <laughs> a partless whole would be uh, whenever you point to any, any part of it, whatever, what, your, what your finger touches cannot be called something else, okay? So what would you what would you call this whole thing here? Light. A candle holder. <laughs> <laughs> this is where we this is where we this is where you're almost gonna, almost gonna go crazy. Before you give it a name, there was a there was a confidence. I know exactly what this is. 
And when I say, okay, tell me what it is, <laughs> you get into a little trouble. You can't seem to find a word anymore. Light, wait a minute, it's not quite light. Candle holder, wait a minute, it's not business. <laughs> but there is, in that sense, in your mind, there is one thing here, right? See that sense in the mind that there's one thing here before you put the label? That's what the sense of self is supposed to feel like. Okay? So it's not just the word self. It's that feeling. I know exactly what that is. And then, okay, what is it? Uh, it's glass. <laughs> it's a flower. It's a glass flower. It's a glass flower candle holder. It's a glass flower candle holder holding a candle. It's a glass flower holding a tea light. <laughs> okay? But never mind the words, okay? <laughs> just think of this as just an emotion, a feeling, all right? For before you put the words, right? So now we're going to look for <laughs> this thing <laughs> on this little table here, okay? So... You have to be very specific, okay? We're going to look for this thing on this table. Not this thing that is, happens to be on this table. We're looking for one thing. What is that one thing? This thing on the table. You get it? So the table is like the five aggregates. Okay? So it's in relation to the aggregate, we feel that there's this thing on the table. Okay? It seems to be identified to be whenever there's a table, there's this thing on the table. Okay? So we know what this looks like, and we have sort of have an idea of what this thing, on this thing on the table is supposed to look like. Right? This is what it's supposed to look like. The signal table. Not this thing that happens to be on that table. But this is the, this thing on the table. Okay. You get what I'm, what I'm making here? Your, your, uh, the mind might make this into separate things. Okay? I want you to think of it as one thing. Okay? This thing on the table. Okay? So, this is what it's supposed to look like. And so this is the, this is the aggregate you're going to look for the feeling, the, the sense, the feeling of, of, of me. Okay? So this is the limit of the table. Right? So we're going to exhaust every part of the table looking for the thing on the table. We look here. Let me, let me cover it up. <laughs> okay. What do you directly see here in this, in this part? A coordinate of a table. Okay. But you don't see this thing on the table? No. Okay. But this is what you're directly perceiving looking for this thing on the table. So because you don't see this thing on the table, in this corner, you're convinced, you're directly looking at it. Then you move on to other parts. Okay? 
So since I'm not seeing that part, imagine, so my mind might think that this single table is over here. So you look over there. And you keep looking. Keep looking until you exhaust every part of the table. Until you arrive at this. And when you're directly looking at this, and you don't see this, now you have arrived at a conviction. And you hold on to that conviction. And because there was this emotional component connected with this search, this was very important to you, very significant to you, there was the anticipation that you were going to find this thing on the table. Now that you've exhausted the possibility of the only place where this thing on the table could exist and you can't see it, you've arrived at the absence of this thing on the table and you're directly looking at it. Okay. So just like there was the fear of the monster because you have this idea of what the monster is supposed to be look like. And you, the, you open the closet and you look in every corner in the closet. And you don't see the monster. Then the fear goes away. The grasping onto the fear that I'm going to be harmed by this monster is gone. So whatever was connected with this that you were hoping to find. But instead you directly come into this perception is completely gone. So it is said that that's believing that the, this is what you're going to find determines how you exist, determine how you how you, you carry on your existence, I should say. Okay? So you thought of all the books you were going, you were going to buy because there's a <laughs> staying on the table. Now, this thing doesn't exist anymore, so the thought of buying books, that goes away. Maybe that's not a good idea. <laughs> Maybe for those who don't like books. <laughs> but whatever plans you are making with this, you see how, because of finding this, now you no longer have to make those plans. Those plans are gone. Okay? All the uh, precautions that you had to make, all the protections that you, you were going to have to buy because of this. Now you directly see, it, it's not, you directly see, you don't see it. You directly see that you don't see it, that you can't see it. Then all, all those ideas, all those concepts, are also gone. So the bat that you are going to buy so you can beat the monster, you don't have to spend your money on the bat. Okay? The, uh, what's the thing called? The bulletproof thing, Teflon? What's it called? Kevlar. Kevlar? Kevlar, yeah. So the, uh, that, that's expensive, right? <laughs> So you don't have to spend money on that because there's no monster to protect that you need protection to be protected from. Okay. So all the ideas that we held in our mind concerning this 
become free of them. There's no other way to do wisdom meditation. No matter what you call it, that's what you're doing. You hold the part of your mind that is completely convinced about the me, how, it, how it's supposed to exist. And you, you say, oh, where is this me supposed to be? Oh, it's in the closet. It's in the body. So let's look in the body. Do you see it there? No. Do you see it over here? No. And then you directly, that part of the mind that is convinced, when it directly perceives what it thought existed doesn't exist, that mind, actually, its continuum is severed. So there's no more in your mind uh, a conviction that this way that you exist, which doesn't exist, that can be too long. Say slowly. <laughs> that part of the mind that is convinced about the way you exist, seeing that that way doesn't exist at all, that mind ceases to exist. Because for that mind to exist, it depended on the conviction that there is this way of being. And unfortunately, even though it is a mind that can, uh, a continuum that can be severed, it is what is unfortunately controlling the game. It is what is directing every action that we do. And because it's wrong, everything com that comes from it, that comes out of it, ends up being wrong. All right. So you can either do that, this meditation tonight, <laughs> or you can do a more drastic one. Actually, you should you should do the you should do the but it's still it's it's similar but you begin back you go backwards okay I told you not to do it but here I'm telling you <laughs> to do it. but not in the sense of the sense of confidence oh meditation on wisdom means I'm gonna end up uh, not finding anything okay let me not find anything you don't you don't begin meditation that way okay you're supposed to begin with I'm gonna going to find something. My, there's a part of my mind that is convinced about there is something, and I'm going to go look for it. Okay. And you end up disappointing that, that, that mind. And being disappointed is the killer. This is what kills that mind, being disappointed. That's interesting. Okay. <laughs> when that mind becomes disappointed, the disappointment kills it. Okay. So no longer will you be under the sway of Compulsions that are that are that are for your destruction. Okay. Uh, so this is the the drastic one. The drastic one, you begin by just looking <coughs> at 
empty space. Okay, and this is where there's a danger here in, in this one. I think uh, a lot of bad meditation where you empty your mind, empty your mind, empty your mind, and when you empty your mind, that's the truth. Uh, it's not entirely true. <laughs> okay, but so you try to arrive at looking at empty space. Okay? And when you're looking at empty space, you try to make the feeling of I appear in that empty space. And when it appears, or when it seemed to appear in that empty space, it's going to be a bit complicated. When it appears to appear in that empty space, remember, have I seen this before? If it's something that you've seen before, say, oh, it can't be it, and go back to empty space. Do you get this one? No, why? Hmm? Why, why if we see something that we have seen before, it's not that? Well, if it was it, then you would have known that was it. Remember, it, it is that and only that. You cannot point to any part of it and not say that, 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 that it is that. Oh, I think I confused myself trying to. <laughs> so, but you so say just that like, when we see yourself in the empty space, mm -hmm. if we have seen that before, mm -hmm. that means that it's not. Yeah, it's not. Because uh, let, let me give, let me give you a uh, uh, practical oh, it's example. Oh, because we already negated. No, 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 no. You you sort of like doing the negation in reverse. Okay, there is this. Uh, there's the you're looking at empty space, mm -hmm. and there's this self sense of self coming up, and then you see your face, for example, appearing in that space. If your face was yourself, why are you looking for it? Just by looking at your face, you would say me. You would say self. Okay. So that's something you saw before. That once you when when you saw it, there wasn't the there wasn't the uh, oh the obvious thing. Oh, that's the me. But if it's a feeling of self. Even if it's a feeling. No, there's the feeling of the self. But accompanying that feeling, there's something else. It will either be a thought, it will be a concept, it will be uh, 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 like your face, for example, because uh, because of, because all the most of the all the senses are in here, in this area. So there's uh, a lot of people have the sense of self being the head, or the, or to connect with the face. Okay. But you've seen the face before. You weren't enlightened, <laughs> okay? If your face was your true self, when, as soon as you look in the mirror, you'll be enlightened, okay? So you say, well, I saw this before. This cannot be it, and you remove it. Go back to empty space. So in a way, you're sort of like clearing the table, but you're allowing things to come to the table. Okay, so remember, this is it, right? This thing on the table? You know this is what it's supposed to look like, right? And you've seen this before, <laughs> and this appears in that space. Is this, this is, 
this is this thing. This is that thing <laughs> on the table. <laughs> okay. So this is not this thing on the table. This is that thing on the table. So you remove that. Go back to that. So whatever appears that is not this, you remove it. But in the, in the idea that you have that is much easier because we see this thing. And yeah. We can imagine what it, it looks like and what it is. But about ourselves, yeah, that's we why don't you have, have this conviction of what we are. That's have. why you have to spend a, 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 a good portion of, 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 the, of the meditation on emptiness is finding the sense of self. And it appears to you vividly, strongly. So when okay, when we're doing this, mm -hmm. and then the thing that appears is that which we've never encountered. It's some warm, fuzzy notion of sentiency that we've never encountered because mm -hmm. we were. It's coming from empty space and mm -hmm. seems new, new and fresh. Mm -hmm. What do we do then? Oh, maybe you have found it. Maybe you have found it. So we look at that, and you look at that. Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> And I dare you to find one. <laughs> In this case, what would be clarity? What would be clarity? The space that you allow the appearances to, to make their appearance. That's the clarity. No? <laughs> you mean the, the arena where the appearance is? Yeah, happening? the arena where the appearance is. That's the clarity. So imagine, the, oh, if you if you lived on if you live on Staten Island, uh, you would have had this very beautiful image of what I'm talking about. Maybe if you were in Battery Park, uh, doing the fog. I have a picture of it, but I don't have the picture. <laughs> like you you could like, from here to that wall, that wall was exactly that was a wall of white. And you couldn't see beyond that, beyond that. Okay. So imagine you're in that wall, and something appears. How would it appear? Not clear. <laughs> so imagine that space without that, without that. So it allows the object, the very absence of any other things there, allows whatever appears to be clear. It allows it to appear even. Almost as if saying, because of the light, you're able to see the object that light is shining on. Something like that. So think of uh, the rays of light that make something happen. Think of it, think of the space as being like rays of light. Okay. Sometimes uh, I think my sense of me is mm. just my emotions. Okay. And I think my emotions don't appear. <laughs> no, okay. you feel it. Yeah. I feel when it. I say appear, I'm not talking about you know, some visual thing. I'm talking about whatever that you are knowing is, hap is happening. If you're knowing that I'm feeling sad, and if the sadness, if, if sadness is what you're feeling, that's that's what that's the that's the appearance. Okay. So don't. Uh, Stick only with visual appearance. Okay, it could be any appearance to any of your senses that you remember. It could be uh, it could be a complete sound. It could be an emotion. It could be a concept. Okay, it is, what is it? Is a feeling of bliss. A feeling of bliss. Yeah, I think that's me. You think that's you? Okay, so wh if that appears, so have you seen that before? 
Yeah. You've seen it before? Were you enlightened? You don't know? <laughs> that answers the question. <laughs> All right. Let's see if we can... Uh... But whatever, uh, whatever we find, uh, right, it's, it's, it's always going to be a part of ourselves. It's not ourselves, but it's kind of a part of us. Yeah, yeah. And Remember, that is, yeah, we it ha- find that's it why that. you have to say it must be that and only that and nothing else but that. That's impossible. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we are looking for an in, something impossible to. Yeah, actually, that's what that's the very term that uh, what's his name? Oh, I like I like the way I like his, the way he, Alexander Berzin. That, that that's what he calls it. The impossible object. Exactly what he calls it. But to start with, look for an impossible. <laughs> it looks like kind of a tough But see, one, no? you mustn't you mustn't begin the meditation thinking I'm going to look for an impossible object. You must have a sense there is this object. I'm going to look for it. There must be that conviction. If that conviction isn't there, then you're not doing meditation on emptiness. There must be first that conviction. That's what they were referring to as correctly identifying the object of negation. Actually, that term doesn't lose its sexiness now. <laughs> Looking for the object of negation. Okay. Okay. So don't go into the meditation and say, I'm going to look, I'm looking for emptiness. No, I'm looking for, uh, philosophically speaking, I'm looking for a self-existent object. And there must be a conviction that is connected with that with, with that term, and then you begin. You don't find emptiness by looking for emptiness. All right. Okay. So you have the two two choices. Can you repeat the other the other one in in detail the steps, please? First, get a sense of self, either by repeating your name until, until some sense of it appears. And that uh, uh, clue to that, what that would be, is a sense of a wholeness that has no parts. Mm. By no parts, I mean there isn't anything about it that is not it, completely it. Okay? Then once, once that stays in a stream, then you say, in relations to what do I get this? And of course, relationship to the body, the mind, right? Then, is it the body? Is it the mind? Mm. Is it something different? Then that, that's the search. The other one is to be, just look at empty space, have the sense of, have the sense, and whatever appears, if you use your memory of what that's, what if you remember it, then you remove it. Keep, keep, so you begin. The second one you begin with empty space. The first one, you end up with empty space. Okay. All right. So we have like uh, minus uh, (laughs) 30 minutes.
Should we begin with recalling the space that you entered, the space of tranquility and ease? The sense of letting go? endeavor to enter into a sacred space to make us in direct encounter with what you hold as sacred, the divine absolute truth, and of course your reason for making that encounter is with you. bring the teacher into your heart and begin.
Okay, bring your attention back to the physical properties of the breath. And understand that any sincere attempt to encounter the sacred already is a tremendous step that has carries with it immeasurable merit. And in simply the sincere attempt, you are brought closer. So rejoice in your attempt. and dedicate the merit and think of all those who are troubled, disturbed, completely under the control of delusions. And share your merit with them they may become free. Slowly, through your awareness of the breath, become aware of the physical body. as soon as we say this is it it's completely quiet <laughs> uh, it must be doing something very important to be disturbing those incredible disturbers <laughs> right so thank you